The Razorback basketball team gets a big pickup and a commitment over the weekend, as well as a few Razorback football players that have committed to play for the University of Arkansas. We'll talk about that in, in the baseball season as well. This is the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Head over to betonline.net where the game starts. And I uh, hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. <laughs> You know, I wanted to throw that in there because uh, for those of you who are listening to the podcast or for those of you who are watching on YouTube, uh, you'll see that I'm back in my own domain. I'm back in my in my home here in Little Rock. It's good to be back. It's good to be hopefully getting back into the routine of things once again. But either way, it was a it was a fun journey. And I know we're going to talk about that and recap it as much as it, it's painful to do. Uh, we will uh, we will dive into that and talk about it. Uh, at length as well but uh you know i thought that i thought about doing a whole baseball podcast but honestly i, I think at this point in time people are kind of just you know wanting to move on and it has nothing to do with like anything negative against the baseball team it's more just kind of like hey it ended we know it ended it's a great run but let's start thinking about good vibes and positive vibes only so we'll do that but again i i, I will save probably for uh, the last segment, maybe the second segment, uh, just to kind of break all that down and talk about that as well. But, you know, there was some good news, though, to happen for Razorback Sports over the weekend. And I, I want to start with the basketball side of things because that was kind of the uh, the big news or at least the big commitment for Razorback basketball. And they got a big commitment as part of the 2023 class in Layden Blocker. Blocker sounds like a basketball player. I mean, he was just, it, you know, he was he was born to do that. Uh, but he is a point guard. He's six foot two. He's 175 pounds, and he's out of Maumelle, Arkansas. He uh, goes to Sunrise Christian High School. Uh, depending on who you look at, uh, and you know who you're ranking it out at, uh, two two four seven Sports has him as the number one player in the state of Arkansas. Have him as the number five point guard in the country and the number 34 player overall. He had offers to uh, Auburn, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, and Alabama, but chose to stay home at Arkansas, and uh, just to kind of give a little bit of a breakdown of the type of player he is, he's an athletic guard, dynamic on the open floor, he has a, a lot of top-end speed, and he's uh, really capable of creating tempo, and he also has the ability, uh, ability to accelerate mid-drive, attack both sides, so apparently it's his athleticism and his speed that really makes him an effective point guard, especially getting towards the rim. Uh, he's a good passer in transition, he has a 3.8 to 1 assist turnover ratio, uh, where he was as a junior. Now, the thing is, he's not an at a natural outside shooter, but he's very selective in his shots, and he makes good decisions when it comes to uh, how he uh, approaches the offensive game as well. So overall, it just seems like a really good player for Arkansas <clears throat> and a really good pickup for, for Eric Musselman and the Razorback basketball team, which we know how elite uh, that these, you know, this past recruiting class was for Arkansas and you know, has a bunch of five stars and Layden Blocker as of right now is the only commitment that they have for the 2023 class, which is always going to be just fascinating to me because I'm going to be curious. All right. So what are they going to do 
when it comes to, uh, you know, other players that's, you know, are they going to go after five stars or maybe are they going to go more so after the transfers? You know, how many players are going to be even available for scholarship on the next year? Like there's a lot of things that they got to work out and they got to figure out. But overall, uh, this is a huge get uh, for Arkansas with Layden Blocker because of just, again, the, the where he ranks and, you know, the need for a point guard, especially because let's be honest, Nick Smith is probably going to play a lot of point guard. I know Anthony Black's probably going to play too. Both those guys may be gone at that guard position after one year. So you got to find somebody else. You got to be able to uh, to add some other guys into the mix. So a uh, big pickup for them. And I think it just continues to show a, a couple of things. First off, you got, you, got a, you got a prospect that people are high on here in the state of Arkansas and you're able to keep them home. That's something that I think that Arkansas maybe struggled at times with uh, in previous years of being able to get the high-end kids to stay home at Arkansas when there's no excuse for them to leave. Not saying every kid has to come to Arkansas in order for it to be success, but there were kids that absolutely considered Arkansas, but because of other things going on, they decided to move on and go elsewhere, and that just was not a very good recipe for anybody involved. So Eric Musman's done an outstanding job of getting all the kids in Arkansas to come to Arkansas. No, Khalil Ware was the five star that went to Oregon. You know, hey, hey, that is what it is, but you still got three five stars instead. So I think that uh, people will probably take that trade off uh, on that front. But overall, it's just it, it just shows once again that Eric Musselman, who's been known to really do a good job in the transfer portal, he's doing a phenomenal job of in the high school uh, recruiting and and really really getting after it. I mean, you get the number thirty four player overall, the number five point guard, number one player in the state of Arkansas. Everyone's signing up for that. And then on top of that, uh, you think about just, once again, the amount of in-state talent that is produced here in Arkansas. You know, Arkansas, let's be honest, Arkansas is not a big-time uh, state when it comes to football recruiting. There'll be some years where they have uh, more so than other years. There'll be years where um, they have that high-end player, you know, that Darren McFadden caliber guy or, you know, the Michael Dyers or the, you know, the Darius Winstons, that five-star player. Uh, so again, you know, they'll have those every so often, but basketball is truly where this state is incredible at. Like they, they produce high end college players and even great NBA players or NBA prospects at a very high clip. And we know that the NBA draft happened last week, which we hadn't had a chance to talk about. That's why I'm kind of incorporating this with that, where Jalen Williams gets drafted in the second round to the Oklahoma City Thunder which is a huge, that's an awesome thing. He obviously made the right decision moving on to the NBA. There's no doubt about that. Uh, he's going to be in Oklahoma City, which is just a couple hours, a few hours away from his hometown in Fort Smith. And that's just awesome. But you started thinking about like, what, like on top of what Jalen Williams has done in his draft. He gets drafted, he's from Fort Smith, Arkansas. Previous year, you had Moses Moody drafted, who was from Arkansas. Previous year before that, you had Isaiah Joe. Another player from Arkansas drafted out of Fort Smith. The previous year before that, you had Daniel Gafford, a player drafted out of El Dorado. Didn't have anyone drafted the year before that, but then the year before that, you had Bobby Portis, another player that was drafted um, in out of the state of Arkansas to Central Arkansas. And then next year, I think we all can go ahead and put our uh, put our money down and saying that Nick Smith, another native Arkansan, He's going to be drafted, and who knows? Maybe he gets drafted like really high, like top five. We'll see. But he's going to be a draftable player. And then after that, you know, we we don't really know the future for seeing it. But the point is, is if you add that up, 
doing the math correctly, <laughs> which could be uh, could be bad. You're talking about six out of seven years where you have a kid from Arkansas, from the state of Arkansas, not just went to Arkansas, but from the state of Arkansas getting drafted into the NBA. That's incredible. Like, that's absolutely incredible. And again, it goes to show just how much talent is here and why, as long as you have the right coach in place, as long as you have someone like Eric Musselman at the at the head of the head of the whole thing, that as long as he's coach, it's going to entice these high talented players to come inside the state to Fayetteville and be able to build a basketball program that can compete for national championships because there's that much talent. Now, obviously, you're going to need help from other places too. You know, like you think about Anthony Black getting him from Texas or Jordan Walsh and you know getting him from uh, I guess technically he was out of Missouri, but out of state. Uh, think about Barry Dunning and a guy that not people not talk about, but he was Mr. Basketball in Alabama. You think about Justin Smith and what he added. You think about J.D. Note and what he added uh, when he came to Arkansas. Um, you think about, uh, you know, guys like uh, I mean, even Devo Davis has been a fine college player and what he's done from the state. But still, uh, it's just a place where people want to be and they want to be a part of it. And, you know, it just keeps mass producing these highly talented players. So, as long as this keeps happening, as long as Must does a phenomenal job of recruiting inside the state, which I don't see any reason why he won't continue to do that, there's no reason to believe that Arkansas here, maybe even this year, as soon as this year, or here in the next few years, uh, could have a number one overall seed. And, and the reason I say it's tough to do that, because obviously back-to-back -back Elite Eights has been great, but it's really hard for me to just say, oh, this is why they'll have a national championship, because it's the NCAA tournament. Who knows what the crap is going to happen? Let's be honest. But... It, it just shows that if you have that great regular season, you end up being that number one overall seed. I think that that's a lot more attainable, easier to get to, because I think Arkansas will have that maybe this year. It could happen. But continuing to produce the talent from the state, recruit that talent, add some other pieces here, and hit the transfer portal and getting some big-time players, which Arkansas has also done this year. Like All these factors coming into play is what's going to make Arkansas become a uh, perennial powerhouse in college basketball once again. And that was a big pickup for them that already starting for the next year out of the state of Arkansas with Layden Blocker. It's a huge get for them already. And they're going to be building it. And that's what great programs do. They don't go all in on one year. They build it. They lay the foundation. And I think as long as Arkansas continues to, to do what they're doing, uh, you're going to see that continuing to build and that continuing to get to the mix as well. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting sports needs and info for all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spots for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. So head to BetOnline.net and get the fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf, by heading to the website today or using your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions over at BetOnline.net, where the game starts. You are locked on Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so I, I said I was going to do it for the uh, final segment, but I'm going to do it here because I want I want to end on a on a better note uh, than well, what I'm going to be discussing here. But so you probably already know, uh, Razorback baseball and their season came to an end last week, and uh, they lost to Ole Miss in that final elimination game, two to nothing, on Thursday. And it was kind of a kind of a kind of a downer, kind of a bummer. You were one of the final three teams in the country, though, 
you won three games in the College World Series. You went three and two. So I am not going to say that this year was a failure or a disappointment because it wasn't. And anybody that says anything different, you are an idiot. If you think that this year was some sort of disappointment, you're an idiot. Sorry. Maybe that's harsh, but it's true. Now, can you say that you're bummed that you didn't win a championship because you felt like you were good enough to? Of course. Of course you can say that. But to have the a, like a bad feeling or a bad and eerie look upon this past season down the road and say, you know, that was the year where, man, we just we just didn't get it done. And that was a that was a really bad thing. I don't I don't I don't I'm not down for that. I don't I don't get down for that and I don't get down with that. But that being said, <laughs> I'm gonna try to not vomit when I say this. Ole Miss winning it, and they win the national championship officially yesterday. They beat Oklahoma, and they won the College World Series title. And now in back-to-back years, Mississippi State and Ole Miss have won a national title. Uh, that make that hurts. That hurts. Like that, I, I'm just going to be real about it. That hurts. Because you have been a better baseball program for the past 20 years overall than Ole Miss for sure. And even Mississippi State... They've had some really good success, but you've at least been on par with them as far as the World Series appearances and everything. And now both of those Mississippi schools in back-to-back years win the College World Series. And in the years that they did win it, last year, where you were the number one overall seed, Mississippi State won instead. And this year, where they beat you and Ole Miss was the last team in to the postseason. They didn't, I still don't think they even deserve to get in, but apparently they deserve to win it all that makes it exponentially hurt worse. And I get that. I totally understand that. And I totally understand why Razorback fans kind of feel that that sick feeling. In fact, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I had to, uh, had to like mute some words on Twitter because I was just like, I can't deal with this. It just sucks. It sucks that it had to be them. And it sucks that it's not you. But here's my thing and my take on all of it. It was a great year. Again, I, I fully agree. Next year, you're going to be replacing pretty much everybody. Totally get it. Totally understand it. And that's just uh, kind of the way that it's going to be. And that's the way that baseball is sometimes. And who's to say that Arkansas won't be a really good team again next year? Possibly a College World Series team again next year. Could happen. Could absolutely happen. Uh, You're going to have some really good pitching back. Uh, We'll see what some players decide as far as moving on with their draft eligibility. You have to replace the entire infield besides Peyton Stovall, essentially. But uh, pitching is there. If you get some guys in the portal, if some guys step up and develop, who knows? It could be a really good team again next year. So, you know, I don't think that that's even the case. But my whole thing is, is that I believe in hope. I, I have hope. I have hope that it is going to happen for Arkansas one day. And as much as it pained me to see Ole Miss win it last day, last night, I guess, yesterday afternoon, that kind of made me say, you know what? That was a team, that was a program that had only been one College World Series like this millennial. And constantly got crapped upon and made fun of because it was that, you know, Omaha stood for Ole Miss at home again. And and I'll give credit also to Mike Bianca where, you know, there was a few years, a couple of years there where they were the most obnoxious players, like Tennessee level obnoxious TikTok videos, stupid stuff like that that made it so much easier to hate them. And they, they never really, you know, did anything with that until this year where it seems like they finally slowed it down and stopped, and then they ended up winning. So I do want to give them credit for at least stopping with the nonsense, as much as it pains me. But I see Ole Miss, and I see how they want it. And I see that it, it, it's a team that you know got in at the last minute, 
team that and a program that's been pretty much like a poverty program in all things considered. They were about to fire Mike Bianco, and then it just they turned it on and got it got it done. That gives me hope that you know it can happen. It's unfortunate it hasn't. It is, but to get to the College World Series is so difficult. We all know that, and to win the College World Series is so difficult. We know that too. Arkansas in 2018, part of me feels like that was their chance. That was the time they could do it, and they didn't. Um, but also part of me believes that when things go a certain way and can happen in a certain time frame, who, all bets are off. I look at Arkansas this year. You know, They were a team that didn't even host because they were so poor down the stretch in the regular season. And if I would have told you once postseason started, that Arkansas was going to be one of the final three teams remaining in the College World Series, most of you probably would have laughed at me and said, okay, I'm, I'm subscribing to your podcast, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to kick you in the shin as soon as I see you. Some of you may have done that. But that's the truth. That's the reality. That's what happened is that this team actually was able to do some big things and, and do some you know incredible acts of getting to the point to where they were one of the final three teams in the College World Series and in college baseball. So. um my whole point is that I still believe it can happen. I still believe that Dave Van Horn is one of the elite coaches, although uh, there is some things that are going on. Like I saw Wes Johnson is going to LSU, and he's getting paid $750,000 a year. I may jump off a bridge because I really liked Wes Johnson. Um, Matt Hobbs is a great coach too, so I'm not saying he's not. But, jeez, between that and LSU adding all these transfers, like the kid from uh, NC State, that you know that Tommy kid, it's just like, golly, this is, <laughs> this is tough. It's tough, but baseball's crazy. Who knows what's going to happen? Tennessee may have been one of the best teams to ever be assembled, and they fell short. They didn't even get to the College World Series. So crazy things can happen. It's unfortunate, but again, I want to reiterate, this was a great year. It's a great year. It was not disappointing. It's not a failure. You said you could be bummed that it didn't go the way that you wanted to go once you got to the College World Series, especially on that last day where, man, if you just got anything going, offensively like you would have beaten Oklahoma Arkansas would have smoked Oklahoma just as much as Ole Miss did so that's what hurts too is knowing that man just that ah, if he just would have had a few hits it's amazing how things would have been different but that's the way baseball goes sometimes we'll wrap up shop and uh, close it out here on the other side of the break here on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast you are locked on Razorbacks your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, uh, final segment here of the uh, Locked On Razorbacks podcast, uh, just kind of a, a few quick hitters. Uh, not really much to go into detail too much about at this point in time, but uh, Razorback football did get a few, a few commitments over the weekend as well, uh, where uh, you got commitments from a linebacker, Alex Sanford, and defensive lineman, Steven Johnson. Uh, Alex Sanford, 6'3", 240 pounds, out of, uh, Ole Miss, out of Mississippi. He's out of, actually out of Oxford. So he went into the backyard of Ole Miss, and he had offers from Ole Miss, Tennessee, Memphis, uh, and a few others. So definitely a, a team that – or a big pickup, because anytime you can go into the backyard of some other SEC West team, especially one like Ole Miss, and, and get him to come to your school, uh, that's pretty nice, especially when Ole Miss was interested in him. So adding a little bit of linebacker depth uh, there as well. And then if uh, you're looking at Stanford, like I said, he had 131 tackles, 25 and a half tackles for loss, four sacks, six forced fumbles, two recovered fumbles, and two blocked punts. And that was just as a junior. So he also uh, 
led Oxford to the Class 6A North state title as a sophomore in his semifinal years. And then you got the other guy, of course, Steven Johnson. He's 6'5", 320 pounds out of Fayetteville, Georgia, Whitewater. So he chose Razorbacks over scholarship offers from Maryland, Georgia Tech, Vanderbilt, and a few others. So both of them are kind of three-star players. He was one of eight committing uncommitted prospects visiting this week and when three commitments and, and defensive lineman Quincy Rhodes, linebacker Carson Dean, and defensive lineman Caleb James. So, uh, yeah, so nice pickups there for for Razorback football. And I know that uh, it's we're, we're, that's the next big thing. You know, we know we're going to have SEC media days coming up later in July. I know that uh, we're going to have some other things put together, too, and getting ready for football season, getting this jammed up for it. So, that's where we're going to be moving on. That's where we're going to be focusing. In fact, that's kind of why after bringing those things up, I wanted to say kind of the ideas or at least what we're going to be doing on the podcast going forward, at least here in the dog days of summer, I'm going to be thinking of a, a lot of different stuff. I'm going to bring back a top Tuesday. I'm going to bring back a what if Wednesday just, you know, because I'll be honest about, it. you know, content is kind of slim pickings unless there's like recruiting or anything like that. Uh, content can be slim. So that's why I'm like, I can kind of be a little bit more creative and I have a little more fun with it by being able to put out some of the other stuff too that just makes everybody kind of think or puts up rankings, which are, I mean, everybody loves rankings and everybody loves what if scenarios. Like, it'll be great. So uh, I bring that up to say this though, that if any of you have any particular thing that you want discussed on the podcast or any particular top list or what if situations or scenarios, Hit me up with them. I, you can follow me on all social media formats um, and just let me know because I'm always looking forward to, to doing different things. I have some things in mind. I have some other top top rankings and all that stuff that I'm going to do, but uh, we're going to keep it going. We're going to have some fun on the podcast, and hopefully uh, you all continue to like and subscribe. So, But uh, there you have it. There's that. So let's, uh, let's have some fun with it down the road as well. But appreciate everybody listening in to Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.